You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. The Kevin Show, 1 o'clock hour, 1700 KBGG. Drakeman's basketball coach, Nico Medved, in 20 minutes. Scott Dockerman, uh, 140. We will uh, get into the Hawks with Scott Dockerman. Josie Jewell, unanimous. Uh, um, why wouldn't he be? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> An amazing, amazing year. Josh Jackson, how many was he named on? Do you know? I think, uh, what is it, if you're on more than half, you become... Three, you become consensus. consensus. Unanimous is all is, well, unanimous. Yeah, but I think actually you can be like six or seven and still be considered unanimous. And the way Iowa does their Hall of Fame, Josie Jewell, Iowa Football Hall of Famer, does he get up on the wall? Mm. Mm. Boys. Highly decorated. People are... people who follow sports very closely in this state and have done so over decades. And in particular, going back to the Ferentz era, because we had this conversation yesterday, did we not, with John, where does mm-hmm. Jewel rank as far as guys on the defensive side of the ball that have played for Coach Ferentz? He's, he's on everybody's list. Yes, he has So to then the answer is, Trent, if, if, he's, if you're making that list, then the answer is yes, I think. And, you know, we talk Chad Greenway, you know, jumps right to mind. Mm-hmm. I still feel... Abdul Hodge was a better college linebacker. Was than he? Do you, think, do you think he was? Yeah, I think he was. Boy, they were now, good, weren't they? Ooh. Now a lot of things funneled his way. Greenway had to do a lot more things on the outside, but as a collegiate, now we know what happened in the pros and the athleticism. Greenway, well, the first was a big the first year it. of his pro career yes. it certainly didn't start off the way he right. thought it was going to. The way his college career started off with a D injury, mm-hmm. but uh, what he did in the NFL, I think, maybe adds to the legacy that. But just taking it individually, what they did in college. Josie Jewell's better. I think Hodge is better. You can make some arguments, I think, for some other guys, too. Greenway is a heck of a player. And we're an 18 as a linebacker. That was just cool. Yeah. I, I love linebackers that have numbers like that. Yeah, defensive linemen, same way. Yep, yep. You see that from so, that. Sometimes in the SEC, you'll see a big lineman wear number nine. Right. Just, I love you it. You do? It's great. I, I, I wish the NFL would allow that. I mean, they, yeah, they it, opened it up with Keyshawn, letting him wear 19. 19, right. And it's trickled on, but yeah, let everybody. You know, Flutie wearing 20, was it 22? 22. Kozar wearing 21. At Miami, was he twenty? What was or, he? Or is he twenty-two? No, I think I think Flutie was twenty-two. Uh, I think Flutie was twenty-two. I think it's the opposite. You think Flutie was twenty-one? Flutie was twenty-one, and Kozar was twenty-two. Well, I don't. Check it out. Trent. All right, we'll go to Kozar first. Miami Google Images. You're going to see a lot of Cleveland twenty. Browns. We were both wrong. For no, I didn't have an opinion on oh, Kozar. Okay, My okay, opinion right. was on Flutie. All I right, think he's right. twenty-two. Flutie, Boston College. We messed yesterday on Dante Hall badly. 22. Right, 22. 22. So I was 0 for 2. I'll take the point. Hey. I'm going to take the point. You're up one nothing. Uh, how did we get to that? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, Greenway wearing 18. Right. That's what it was. Jewel, though, Hall of Famer? In, the, in, 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 in Iowa. Iowa. He has the decoration. The, who are the most recent to go in? Desmond King got on the wall on the because wall, he was an right. all but I I'm talking a step further than that. You know, in the ring of honor. That's tough to that's do. That's tough. That's asking a lot. Cuz you got what? Cal Jones, Niall Kinnick. Yeah. I think there's one more, but Bob Sanders isn't, right? And Ferentz will tell you he's he's I mean, Ferentz always brings up Bob Sanders. He does. <laughs> Him and Dallas Clark. 
Him and Dallas Clark. I mean, yeah. Sanders, Sanders, in a lot of ways, I think Ferris believes changed his career path. Yeah. I, I mean, he said it was like your big brother showing up mm-hmm. when you're going to a fight. Right. I mean, it's a great quote. Right. You don't get those much anymore. Robert Gallery, is he in the Hall of Fame? <sighs> Another highly decorated guy. Exactly. But I, Two-time I, All-American. I guess I don't know enough about the Iowa Hall right. of Fame, Trent, to really we'll probably have, have to dig in a little bit more, but yeah. just jumped in. Great collegiate player. Terrific. Great collegiate player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Peavy, by the way, uh, I think uh, is a Petey or Birchie, one of the boys at the register has the, uh, I think it's tomorrow's paper, but it's online now. Brian Peavy is exploring, I think it was, I think it was Petey, um, exploring at least his NFL options after the, after the season comes and goes. Mm-hmm. He's a good player, Trent. I mean, he yeah. is, he is the best corner on Iowa State. Um, I thought after next year he was going to have his opportunity. Is is Brian Peavy in your mind at this point? And and you know what? Here's the good part about this: you can you can ask NFL people aboard a panel, you know, whether they think he's going to have an opportunity to hear his name drafted this coming April and forego his senior season. Mm-hmm. I think he'll play in the league. I do. I'm not sure he'll. I'm not sure that when we were talking about guys that are going to have a decision at any point this year did I think well Peavy's going to have one of not saying that he won't right right I I think it's silly not to explore it I mean we there are a lot of stories out there of guys that you find out after their senior year well I actually looked into it the year before and then it kind of comes out but they don't have it become a big story they just keep it under wraps you'd be silly not to right Desmond King did decided against that advice came back and look what it did it hurt him it hurt him and imagine that. Now he's mm-hmm. out in the NFL and making plays and, and 10 tackles I, again. Well, absolutely. Unbelievable. How it? he fell to the fifth round. It's crazy. It's still baffling. To PB, though, he's a nickel He's he's a nickel corner, right? In the league. Five in the nine. League, yeah, yeah. Five nine guy. Mm-hmm. Like his quickness. I, I think he'll stick. I think he will have a career. And then cornerbacks are very important, but are nickel corners that important? To forego to forego a year, if a year of eligibility to play nickel, if you're going to be a fifth round guy, now the other part of it is you you say, well, might as well start this clock now. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to be drafted. I've told that it'll be third, fourth, fifth round, but I'll start getting paid. And if I if I'm good enough to stick and get that second contract, it'll come a year earlier. You only get to play football for so long. No, no question about it. Um, I can't th- th- help me out with this. Go back to this time last year when we were talking about Akram Wadley. Yeah, and I thought he made a mistake coming back for a senior mm-hmm. jump because we're talking about running back here and we're talking about one blow to a knee. Yeah, uh, is going to absolutely diminish significantly his opportunity of um, making uh, making any money uh, in the NFL. It, it is where did where was Wadley projected this time last year? Do you do you recall <sighs> fourth round ish? Mm-hmm. Probably did he help himself coming back this year? I don't no. buy it. I don't no, he, he did. didn't help himself. He didn't hurt himself. I mean, no, he, but didn't... he dodged a bullet, Trent. I mean, as far as health wise, yes, by, by yeah. coming back, he uh, he didn't have the year I think many people anticipated, and I know there's some people on the other side that think that he hurt himself. I don't think that's the case either. He has there's a limited scope to him. He's never going to turn it. He's never going to be a 205-pound guy. He just no, a, no, he isn't. No, no. He's not built that way. Right. What he is is he is a specialty back. And those He's guys not a are three-down back fact, by any means. And there are very rarely three-down backs anymore in the uh-huh. NFL. That's true. But there is a niche for a guy like that. Third, fourth round last year, maybe fourth or fifth this year, maybe even hurt himself a touch in terms of where he's going. But he is what he is. He's a specialty guy. There is going to be some 
some of those draft picks. And I, and I saw keep a couple of them you know, over the last couple of weeks as they're starting to dig in. Um, and when they see tape of Akram Wadley and those little moves, you don't see guys that can do that. No. And, and it jumps off the film. And I've retweeted a couple of them because he does have some amazing runs. I mean, just the way that he has the ability to stop and go, he's going to get drafted. I'll make some money and mm-hmm. you know, hopefully stays healthy and can stick. Which probably should uh, leads us to a programming decision. We should probably reach out to an NFL draft guy just so we can yeah. gauge you know, a guy that does this for a living, an NFL draft scout, if you will, that um, that can help us identify maybe some of these guys and, and what the what the prospects are that they're look they haven't done the combine they haven't done the senior bowl none of that stuff and, and you can help in most cases uh get an opportunity to help themselves in that what about joel lanning he'll get a shot do you think he will i do you think, think he'll he be drafted i do do you i do think somebody will take a flyer they're going to interview him football he'll guy. pass the interview he'll absolutely do yep. that well, he did exactly what you want. He he's a glue guy. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to be more than likely guy at best year number one. You know, stick His to special a roster, teams, special or, teams. Or, or a practice squad, right. right? And I think practice squad still is probably more likely still because he has so much still to learn as a linebacker. Oh, so much to learn, and, and it still show as as great of a story it was. It still showed up from time to time. Trying to show it up a lot, especially in pass coverage. Yes, and, and that was And you have thing. to cover guys yeah. at, at every league. Uh, and, and that was it was a glaring weakness to him. Look, it, it, the story is unbelievable. Un, unbelievable the the the, uh, the unselfish act that you know that that he was uh that he was willing to uh switch positions <laughs> from offense to defense as, as we know. I'm not one everybody knows the story. Like he wasn't the best linebacker on his own team. Mm-hmm. He he really wasn't. Um I think Spears is the best linebacker of that trio. I really do. I'd agree. Harvey had a nice year. Yeah. Spears is going to is I think he's got a higher ceiling. Um but Joel Lanning in the NFL I know he's got agents that are calling someone yeah. just to, you know, they're trying because he's going to he's going to have to find an agent at some point. Um, and, and they're calling him. I just, man, I hope he does. He's special teamer. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you know, it's 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 sounds crazy, but and, and a fullback is not a, a coveted position in the NFL. There are very few teams that, you know, have a fullback. Broncos have one. A couple of teams have them. He might be better suited to that role, you know, the land ram. Yes, in the, yeah. in, in, in the uh, as a fullback. Speaking of that, you see the belldozer was getting some snaps. No, I didn't. Blake Bell. I didn't see that. I didn't. When I this saw past it on weekend? Twitter, and yeah, really, yeah. I, oh, I didn't realize he was in the league. Yeah, I don't even remember where it was, but yeah, I saw that come across, and you can find something with him, right? You can find a role. Maybe the Patriots would be a perfect spot. Yeah. They kind of do a lot of different things with them. Well, that Patriots team on Monday. Oh, with the night. Vikings. That's what it was. Was it? Yeah. With the pa- uh, Patriots on Monday night when um, when the Drake game was over, and they kept going back to some of the guys that were on the field by the Patriots. Guys picked up off the streets, and it just never ceases to amaze me what somehow Belichick and Matt Patricia and McBlunder are able to do to get these guys to play so far above their heads, it seemingly, and become stars when nobody else, not stars, mm-hmm. but but certainly serviceable NFL players at their positions, when nobody else gave them a chance. It's that coaching staff. Daniel's going to get a job. He's got one before. I mean, I know he's not going to get one in Denver. <laughs> well, Bel Belichick had a job. Second time around was a little better. 
No, you're you're so King. out on McDaniel's. No, I, I, I know it was your I know it was your Rand team. Cutler out of town right away. Um, I know it's your team. Yeah, no. Yeah, running Cutler out of town is the best thing that happened to that organization. No, I agree with. No, uh, well, not the best, but like, yeah. drafting John Elway running Tebow yeah, yeah. out of town was the best thing that <laughs> happened to that organization because the fan base loved them. Yeah, I mean, there was only one guy that could run Tebow out of town, and even then. It took a lot of uh, Elway's goodwill bank account that he overflowing with, well, every single person in Colorado. Is, Tebow was really popular. I'd never seen anything like it. Where were you during that time? Where, I couldn't yeah. wait for him to be a Bronco trend. Leading up to the draft, I was, oh, my God, I hope Denver gets Tebow. Really? I, it's just, it's just the way he, in college, well, the speech after the loss, yeah. right? Um, and then backing that up and, and getting... I just thought that this guy can't fail. There's no way he's going to fail. And then the inexplicable run just, I mean, everything, horseshoes falling out of his ass as he's going through and yeah. making plays and beating the Steelers. I know. Well, that was Demarius Thomas. Yeah, that was, I, Princeton and I argued about that. Oh, 80-yard touchdown. That was a six-yard pass. It was all Demarius Thomas <laughs> after that. You know, he have hit a guy him in like stride that. for the first time. I always said about Tebow that, you know, you couldn't hit the broad side of the bar and you hear he would hit the barn, just not where he was aiming. <laughs> he couldn't. You have to be able to throw the football. He'd hit the window when he was aiming for the door. And and yeah, that year, watching him make play after play after play, and normally with his feet, that's what. Yeah, that was fun. I'll admit that yeah. that was a, that was a, that was a, as, a, as a fan that was a, a different year. We'll take a timeout. We're going to talk Drake basketball next. We really are. Yes. Uh, Coach Medved's going to be here, and I'm excited to, uh, to to meet him, at least via the phone for the very first time. Scott Dockerman, Land at 10. We'll pick Doc's brain on your Hall of Fame question That's with, a good with one. Jewel. Yeah. He, would, he would be better than, than me to answer that. Um, so you ask him, would I you? I will. I will. Uh, Coach Medved joins us next. We continue on here until 2 o'clock. We're here every Monday through Friday, noon to 2 Local sports with you. We appreciate you tuning in. 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One. Only on 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Happy holidays to all of you. This is the National Alliance on Mental Illness of Greater Des Moines. We offer education, support, and advocacy on mental health issues. Please remember three things during this busy season. You are not alone. The illness is not your fault. And never give up hope. Call 850-1467 or go to NAMIGDM.org for more information. Happy New Year. basketball event in the Midwest. The High V Classic returns to Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines Saturday, December 16th. See the Iowa Hawkeyes take on the Drake Bulldogs at 1 p.m., followed by the Iowa State Cyclones and the UNI Panthers at 3.30. Tickets are available now at highvtix.com, the Wells Fargo Arena box office, any Des Moines or Ames High V location, or by calling 844-55-HIGH-V. 
Every time you light a cigarette, you're taking away five minutes of your life. What matters most, a cigarette or your family? This is Ashley with Central Iowa Vapors, and I'm not going to beg you, but what I am going to do is let you know Central Iowa Vapors is here to save you. Stop into Central Iowa Vapors and allow yourself the freedom again. I challenge you to come in to Central Iowa Vapors and make the switch today and throw the cigarettes away. The professionals at Central Iowa Vapors are ready when you are. Visit us online at iowaesigs.com for location details. And always remember, it's not smoke, it's vapor. Everything's great. You're humming along to your favorite holiday music, happy as can be having a pleasant little drive because you think you're on your way to the best deals of the holiday season. But did you check eBay? If you did, you'd know we have price match guarantee on eBay deals all season long, which means the best deals on gifts from Adidas to Samsung to Dyson, and all with free shipping. So keep humming your favorite holiday tune, but make sure to check eBay deals for the best prices all season long. eBay, fill your cart with color. As a sleepy face emoji, I know we all get tired sometimes, but if you start to nod off behind the wheel, then wake the f- up. Stay alert and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 more food dudes delivery online fooddudesdelivery.com hi i'm baron geiger president of caring hands in altoona for 15 years caring hands has been providing food clothing and other types of assistance to our neighbors here in the southeast polk community in pleasant hill and in bondurant we'd like to take this opportunity to thank our many donors and volunteers together we have provided over 180,000 meals and over 30,000 items of clothing this year if you're interested in partnering or helping out at caring hands you can find all the information you need at our website caring hands iowa On behalf of all of us from here at Caring Hands, we'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. myself with you until uh, 2 o'clock still to come. Scott Dockman, Land 10. We'll talk to Doc uh, in about 20 minutes. Look forward to uh, having that conversation. Well, Drake in Iowa, as well as you and I in Iowa State, the Big Four Classic coming up this weekend downtown, Wells Fargo Arena, all four schools under one roof in the biggest city in the state. On Saturday, it's a pretty unique event. Uh, Drake and Iowa match up uh, the head coach of Drake Bulldogs in his first year as Nico Medved and Coach joins us. Uh, Coach Medved, along with Trent Condon, my name's Ken Miller. Thanks for coming on, Coach. How are you? No, I'm doing great. I really appreciate you guys having me. No, I appreciate getting the opportunity. I said this uh, on the air on Tuesday, and I'll just tell you, I'm a, I'm a huge football and hockey guy, um, and there's only precious few Monday night football games l- left. Yet, I turned on your game against Minnesota. <laughs> I couldn't turn it off, Coach. I was incredibly entertained. Uh, kids are playing with passion. Uh, when Minnesota took the lead, the, the, your doggies didn't flinch. Um, good to see that um, that um, that you guys in a, in a tough spot as you go back to your alma mater. Heck of a game this past Monday, Coach. What can the team take out of that game, and even though it was a loss, going forward? Well, you know, I I hope. I mean, Minnesota, you know, is a team that I think you know will and can contend in the Big Ten, and so you know, going on their home turf. 
excuse me, guys, I'm a little under the weather, as you can tell. <laughs> um, but the, you know what? I think it's great for our guys, you know, to compete against that kind of a team. And you know, we we played a tough schedule. We played, yeah. we beat Wake Forest. We played Colorado tight. Um, you know, we played some good people, and I think that stuff makes you better. And so, you know, I think for our guys doing that, you know, gives us confidence that you know, hey, if we do things the right way and we really stay connected, that that we can compete. And it's about getting ready for Missouri Valley play, and obviously yeah. we got another test here Saturday against another Big Ten team in Iowa. So hopefully, you know, that gives us confidence that, you know, we can compete against those teams. You know, I want to go back to that Wake Forest uh, game, Coach. It was game number two. You're early in your career. I'm sure that you and the players are still getting to know each other. Uh, I saw the locker room video afterwards. But coming early <laughs> in the season and, and beating a Power 5 school and, and Wake Forest has got some basketball history um, – how big of a stepping stone as you look back, um, you know, maybe not until the season's over, but how big will that Wake Forest win be considering how early it was in your tenure at Drake? You know, I, I think that's a great question. I, I, I think I was just so happy for the kids, you know, the, the, the seniors that I inherited. I'm their third coach. Um, you know, it, it's been a, you know, they've gone through a lot of adversity. And just those guys have been so great to me and my staff. And they they bought in and they've worked so hard and, just to see those guys have some success and be as happy as they were was really fun to see. And you know they've they've done it. They've stayed together. They've kept working. And again, you, you hope that that gives us some confidence moving forward. And you know, I'll be at one game. We played a tough schedule, like I said, on the road. But we've been in every every one that we've lost. We've been right there except for one. And um, you know, so hopefully that does give us confidence. And um, I'm excited about this this event on Saturday. I've heard so many great things about it. I think it's so cool that. All these schools get together and play this event. I know it's well attended, well supported, and my first time there. But I'm really looking forward to it. Well, it was better back in the day when you get home and homes with Iowa and Iowa State. But I agree. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll I leave agree we'll leave that alone for right now yeah. as we get ready for Saturday. Coach, uh, you were up in Minnesota, obviously with the game on Monday. Stayed up there, did a little recruiting, uh, taking a look at some prospects up there. What's going to be your recruiting base as you look forward? Is it going to be, you know, in your stomping grounds there, Minnesota, Iowa? You're looking more national. What What are you looking at, the kind of players that you're going to be going after and trying to bring in here to Des Moines and Drake? Well, I, I think that's a good question. I think, you know, you always start within, you know, what I call our bread basket, and that's, a, you know, within a five-hour drive. And within a five-hour drive, you've got Chicago, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, Kansas City, St. Louis, you know, all of Iowa, um, even Nebraska, you know, Omaha area, and the Dakotas. And so I think you always start there. You know, kids who value education, high-character kids, if we think it compete at the championship level of the Missouri Valley. And that's where we'll start. But then I think because of our academic profile and who we are, we're going to have to go other places. And we'll do a little bit internationally. You know, we've got a, we've got a, an Austra- a freshman Australian kid who we really like and we, we signed a big kid from New Zealand in the early signing period. And we have a kid from, uh, you know, kids from other areas too. And so, but I think we'll always start, you know, within our region. Uh, Coach Medved out on the road uh, recruiting. Coach, what, um, how are you being received out there? Your first year at Drake, uh, when, when you get into a living room, when you get into, you know, to coach's office talking to kids, how is, uh, how is your message being received in your opinion? I think it's great. I'm, I'm really excited about how recruiting's been going, and I think there's a lot of momentum for us. You know, I, I the, you know, I, I, I took this job knowing that, hey, I think we've got the best city in the Valley. We've got a great conference. Obviously, Missouri Valley is a basketball league. We've got this new facility. 
new president, new athletic director, we're a new staff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of momentum and a lot of excitement. And, and uh, um, you know, and I, I think that, you know, I was at a school similar to Drake that we did the same thing and had a lot of success. And so I, I feel good. I think there's a, there's a buzz and there's an excitement. I've got a great staff. And um, I think things are on the up and up, guys. Well, you mentioned a lot of the positives here and a lot of things for you certainly to sell out there on the recruiting trail. Nico, I, I know hearing anecdotally that you did a lot of research about this job. You heard about some of the difficult things. What has proven maybe more difficult for you than you initially anticipated since you got the Drake job? You know what's funny? Nothing in, in, in the sense of I, I think I knew, I think I had a good feel. And, you know, I, I tell everybody that the biggest obstacle we will face and we do is just apathy, right? When when you haven't yeah. won in a long time, it's just the people don't view you as well. Drake hasn't won; they're not good. Or you know, anytime you go through a bad stretch, it's oh, here we go again. It's the same old. And you just gotta not let that get to you, and just continue to fight through that, and stay positive, and just know um, that you can do it, and, and and we will do it. And, and but other than that, I mean, nothing surprised me. I, I think that you know we've. We've got the right momentum. We've got the right leadership. I think the right people are behind the program, and we just got to continue to recruit and coach these guys and, and move forward. And I think there's a bright future for us, mm. Coach. How important will it be, um, you know, to grab a couple of local kids, a couple of CIML kids, you know, and and keep them at home, and you know, to bring their friends and to for them to help, you know, to prove to people that you know the Des Moines team, like there's there's, there's always going to be Iowa and Iowa State alums that are going to overwhelm the city. We know that that's just the the cards that you're dealt, yep. right? But how important will it be to you know to keep some of these local kids home? Well, I think well, I think it'll be big. I think especially if we think that you know I'm I'm a guy that hey I want good students good kids and kids that I think can help us, you know, compete at the top of our league. And when those kids happen to be local, those are kids that we need, you know. And um, But but um, um, I, I think the biggest thing is we want to keep those kids, but we got to get kids that we can develop the program the right way. No matter where the kids are from, we've got to win, right? We've got to do it the right way, and that's the thing. And, but there's a lot of talent in Iowa, and, and, and I think we're doing a good job already identifying some of those guys. You know, we've been in contact. My staff is doing a great job. and um, I think as you go down the road, you know, you'll see more and more of a presence from the state. Hey, uh, Coach Medved, uh, taking a look at your roster. A lot of experience back, uh, led by Reed Timmer, Woodward, you know, names that we've heard, McMurray. I wanted to ask you about one of the freshmen you got right when you got the job, and Jalen Gibbs, uh, a kid from out in the D.C. area. Saw him this summer, very intrigued, good athlete, 6'3". Now there's a lot of experience in front of him, but when you look at him, is that one of the maybe building blocks you're looking to build this program with, him going uh, into next season and forward? Yeah, you know, he, uh, he dealt with a couple injuries early in the season, and he's really been coming on, and he played terrific Saturday against Omaha. You know, he, had a, he had a career high, and he had 14 and played really, really well. And he's been practicing better and getting more comfortable, and, no, I'm I'm really excited about him. He, he's got a chance to be a good player. Same thing with Noah Thomas, you know, our, our freshman point guard from Australia. I think both of those kids um, are going to continue to get better and better as the year goes on, and they're playing more minutes. And yeah, they're going to have to be uh, big pieces moving forward because we will lose these five seniors. 
Yeah, Thomas was a kid that, uh, that that certainly caught my eye watching the game on Monday night. And you mentioned Woodward. Hard not to cheer for a guy like that, right? Yeah. I mean, when he takes the floor against teams that haven't seen the Bulldogs uh, in, in your non-conference portion of the season, they got to think, well, this kid's no threat <laughs> just from looking at yeah. it. But uh, he can fill it up, Coach. You, you root for those kind of guys. He's a tough kid, man. He, he's a great kid. And, um, you know, all these guys are these, these seniors that I've inherited. I mean, they're great kids, and they've worked so hard, and they're really trying to do the right things. And, um, you know, we just want to do everything we can to help them have the most success they can have in their last season. And I think they're starting to see some of the fruits of their labor. We just got to keep, you know, keep these guys together and moving forward. But um, I just, I've really enjoyed coaching this group, and, I, and I'm having a blast. Coach, uh, we, you're struggling with your voice. We're going to uh, let you go. Um, uh, let, let's it's that do this. time of year. Yeah, I get it. Let's do this throughout the, a couple of times throughout the season. If that's good with I would, you. I, I would love to do that, guys, and I really appreciate you having me on. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to Saturday. I've heard this is a fun event. Looking, uh, looking, uh, you know, for the challenge or guys against the Hawkeyes. Good stuff. Thank you, Coach Medved. Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you, uh, Nico Medved, Drake Bulldogs. Uh, Saturday, they're the early game, one thirty yeah. tip against the Hawkeyes, followed up by you and I and Iowa State for the mythical state championship. How many more years has the Big Four got? Is it one or two? I think there was an extension. I, I want to say there was, but aren't we almost through that, or did I? Maybe I'm wrong. I think it's 2021. Oh, good. Okay, so there's still some time left. I, I hope I'm right. On I that. hope you're right too, Trenton. Is because you know, what I want is never, never going to happen. So I like to live in reality. That's yep. one of my big things. The reality is that's never happening yeah. again. We will not get the home and homes with Drake, you and I, nope. Iowa and Iowa State. But at least we have this. Well, and if the Big Ten and Big Twelve expand their seasons, there's talk that well, the Big Ten starts next year. No, then they're, they're going to going twenty, to, right? To twenty. But if the Big Twelve follows suit, well, then you'd be playing teams three times. Well, that's not going to happen. No, no, yeah, they're at eighteen unless they expand. Right. Ten team. Yep. Yeah, they're not going any further. There's still room for it, but but think yeah. of Iowa. All right, you got twenty. You get thirty-one games if you're an exempt tournament. If you're not, you have twenty-nine games, but mm-hmm. thirty-one with an exempt tournament. All right, so that gets you to twenty-three. You play Iowa State. That's twenty-four. ACC Big Ten Challenge. That's twenty-five. You play in the Gavit games, which are still though they weren't scheduled this year, they will. That's twenty-six. You have five games left. Mm-hmm. Probably four of those you wanted Carver. You need to be the bye games now. Instead of Chicago State and Alcorn State, you want it to be somebody at least a touch better. Mm-hmm. You only really have one spot. And what that means is no more playing Colorado in a neutral site game. Which is coming up a week from Friday? Yes, a week right. from Friday. No more home and homes with anybody. I hope this survives. You see what uh, Drake got paid for going up I-35 to take no. on the Gophers? hundred twenty grand. It's a good check. It's a good check, right? It's a good check. Why well, they gave him a fit. They, they did. Can you imagine scouting that team? Oh, we have Murphy, Lynch, mm-hmm. Coffee. Yikes. They don't have it's them like toe that. toe for toe with them, Trent. Yes. They really the little guys like Woodward running around. Wood, um, Timmer struggled. He did. Yeah, too bad. Which, which it is. It really is. But, yeah, Woodward, a Minnesota kid, you know, started his career out at Penn State, mm-hmm. came back to be closer to home and that close. And, and for Coach Medved, a what Minnesota part of Minnesota kid. he's from? It's a good question. I don't. I don't remember offhand if he's a you know Minneapolis kid or mm-hmm. if he's from the hinterlands up north. What it is. Well, next time we get him on, yeah. we'll ask him and get a little background. I was giving him a scouting note too. So yeah, I heard always, you always help you. it out. Yeah, I heard you. You're, <laughs> are you trying to get him to recruit a cousin of yours? Is that? Uh, yeah, my cousin's kid. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah my second kid. cousin. 
Uh, Scott Dockerman coming up. We'll talk to Scotty D uh, coming up next. Uh, tomorrow on the program, Zubin Mahente will be here. David Kaplan, who we missed today. Uh, Cappy was, I, and I guess Zubin, probably, they're probably in the same meeting. Yes, you're exactly right. Because 450 talent. This uh, wasn't just a teleconference either, where you no, just dial in. this was in. an in-person. You have this to be get there. get to Bristol. Get to Bristol. Because uh, they wanted to go over Think the social media. Think of the flights going thing. in there. Oh, my. Yeah. That'll be a nice Full. expense report. There'll be a bunch of them. Yes. A bunch of them. Uh, we'll talk to Scott Dockman. Land at 10 when we come back. Trent and I are here every day until 2. Noon to 2. Local sports with you. 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight, and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. The holidays are around the corner, a merry time filled with family traditions and festive celebrations. But it's a hard season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Manda the Panda needs donations for its Cheer Box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit amandathepanda.org or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's amandathepanda.org. Find great gifts for everyone on your list during Menard's Christmas gift book sale. Get instant heat when and where you need it with products from Dynaglow Deluxe. The 80,000 BTU kerosene forced air heater can heat up to 1,900 square feet and has a comfort control thermostat. Pick one up for only $169. Plus, give the perfect gift this Christmas with a Menards gift card. Good through December 24th. Now, during Menards Christmas gift book sale. Boy, season's greetings to you all from Menards.
Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses, the Funky Zebras Clive, Phone and Fix, and Hawkeye Tack in Western Wear. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to Geico. I'm so happy, I feel like I can fly. Disclaimer, you will not be able to fly by switching to GEICO. This is against the laws of physics and nature. If you find yourself flying, please seek professional and or medical help immediately. In the unlikely event you find yourself flying, you might be a superhero or a pigeon or a superhero named Pidgewoman who was bitten by a radioactive pigeon. If you are indeed Pidgewoman, GEICO retains all licensing publishing rights in the event Pidgewoman the movie becomes a top-grossing Hollywood blockbuster. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed, but that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk, but one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter, online, afsp.org slash Iowa. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. today but uh, we're back tomorrow as we are every monday through friday noon to two local sports on your drive home as well jimmy b and tc will get the guest list coming up before we get out of here in about 15 minutes but let's spend some time with our old buddy scott dockerman a land at 10 doc trent and ken thanks for coming on how are you scott hey good guys how are you doing fine you know i saw the um some video of pencil yesterday i know you guys had an opportunity to do some basketball media veils i guess i didn't realize just how 
you know how bad the cut to his leg is when you know when he got taken to the hospital after the game after uh, uh, the game last uh, Thursday night. I thought, wow, for for a cut, they're, they're taking him into the hospital. But when he said yesterday that he looked down at his leg and through the cut and through the blood, he could see the bone for crying out loud, Oof. Doc. I mean, I had no idea it was that bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I mean, that's nothing that I want to mess with or anything. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's. I think it's scary, even maybe more for him than anybody else, simply because of all the knee issues he's had. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's had... You know, to, you know, he's had, actually had you know three different surgeries the last three years, and you think, gosh, he's just a sophomore in, in college. He's just a baby as a human being. But you know, he's had uh, meniscus surgery. He's had uh, you know, uh, you know, re- reconstruction where he had his femur broken to replace everything, and then and then you know he had hernia surgery. So you feel bad for the guy, but man, what a what a nasty cut! You just think, just I think he thinks that it was a screw on one of the chairs there on the baseline mm-hmm. that did it. And he was playing very well, you know. Sure was. He he played they found well. Something there. Yeah, played well in that Iowa State game. Though he was missing some layups against Vatek, he played a really good floor game. I thought in that basketball game, one thing after another for Cordell Pemsel. Z, there's some guys that are just injury prone and never can get over it. Is that maybe the career we'll look back upon at the end for Pemsel? Oh, I I don't know. I mean, I think he's going to be fine. I mean, he probably won't play Saturday. I, I don't think they want to rush him back. You know that. It you know doesn't make sense to do that. He's got a long season, but I think he'll be uh, you know he'll he, he should be okay. You know it's unfortunate some of the, the you know time that he's missed because of this, but I think in the long run this won't hurt him in the big picture. Mm-hmm. Scott Dockerman landed ten. The other news that came out of the press conference yesterday, Doc, and I I, I guess I was you know um, somewhat taken back by this. I didn't realize that the medical red shirt is still on the table for Connor McCaffrey. Uh, and this came from. You know the head coach himself, who would know because he's same dinner table with uh, with the uh, with the freshman uh, point guard. Uh, were you surprised that Connor McCaffrey and the, and it goes back to the you know the mono and et cetera, and he's behind uh, schedule a little bit with the uh, with with the illness. Uh, I, I guess I just assumed Doc that he was going he was going to be on the floor. He played his seventeen minutes, and that was just a precursor of what we would see for the rest of the season. But maybe not. Well, you know, I think it's going to come down to what's in his best interest. I mean, the other day, the style of play, as Fran has alluded to several times, you know, enabled him to make those, uh, to play those minutes because, you know, Mono's so tough to overcome. You know, it just saps you strength-wise and, you know, your wind and, and everything. And he, he knows he's way behind. But, you know, both teams kind of played a 2-3 zone. It wasn't an up-and-down game. So he was able to kind of stick through it. But, you know, so it, it's interesting to see that him – you know, uh, now have it, that opportunity, and I know that had been discussed previously. He's got really about two to three more games. I mean, I know Fran said ten. I, I don't know if the, the league would allow him to do that. I think they would, uh, you know, because they have to ultimately approve him, even though you get ten. But I don't think your clock starts in the middle of December. You know, the, without you know have to go through a, a second appeal process. So I would guess that you know see what happens here, maybe in the next week, week and a half, and. You know, maybe after the Colorado game, we'll give you a better indication. But I think the team is better when he's out there, at least from what I can see. Uh, they they need to get Jordan Bohannon off the ball a little bit. He's had a really – people just don't think – you know, know that he's had a really good season. It's just that they see him getting attacked more by the defense, and, and the whole team has struggled around him. And I think what when Connor McCaffrey's in there, at least allows Jordan Bohannon to play off the ball and get his shots up rather than having to try to find it for himself. 
So the NCAA tournament appears to be just so far away from this team. Does Fran have to pick this team back up and get them back in a, in a mental state to maybe reevaluate what they're going to be? I know it's still a young team, inexperienced, but is that a conversation that still maybe needs to be had with this group? That's that's a great question. I mean, I, I really think this team, um, I, think, I think that's why this Saturday's game might be the most important game right now. Huh. Uh, because, you know, and, and not to put a ton of pressure on Iowa versus Drake, you know, we don't really do that, but, but simply if this team loses to Drake, it's, it definitely becomes that important because how are you going to pick yourself up the rest of the season? You lost to Drake, you know, it's just not, nothing against Drake. Cause I think, you know, certainly Reed Timmer and Graham Woodard, Woodward are great players mm-hmm. and, and they could certainly beat Iowa, but the mental state of this team, I'm not, I'm not sold on right now. I don't think it's, all there and i think it could be a fairly fragile team and if you lose to this game in-state game to drake and then try to pick yourself up for big 10 play it's not going to work and you could be looking at a losing record and then the questions start to come and they're legitimate Mm -hmm. if this team has a losing record this year i think you have to start to say you know what fran's got the clock to be ticking you know you're going to have to bounce this back because this this team was expected to compete and it hasn't. And, it, and not only has it not competed at a level that it should in our one games, it just doesn't look like there's a lot of chemistry there. And then that's when the questions start. Medved's got that Drake team playing well, too, Doc. I don't know if you had an opportunity to watch them play the Gophers on uh, Monday night, but uh, the, Drake didn't flinch. when, And it took, uh, it took Minnesota 31 minutes before they got their first lead of the game. And that's with Murphy and Lynch and Coffee on the floor. And those guys are three legitimate yeah. Big Ten players. Uh, Drake's better this year than they've been. I, I totally get what you're saying. Um, but Drake's better. I hope I was – I mean, I'm sure they are. They're aware of that. Uh, this can be a good game. Yeah, oh, no doubt about it. I mean, this is not the Drake team, you know, we've seen the last couple of years. And, you know, and having four guards on the floor is going to give Iowa problems because they're really, you know, an interior-based team. Absolutely. And it's just, you know, I think it's not necessarily, I mean, you could replace the name Drake with just about any other team's name, uh, you know, in Des Moines. It's just a matter of uh, this team, I, I think it's fragile. I, I really do. I think, and it's not that I think it's a soft team necessarily, but I think it can go in a negative direction if, if the outcome doesn't turn out the way it needs to. Um, I think Drake has done, you know, Nico's done a tremendous job so far. I mean, to play the way they did against Minnesota, it shows that this team, this program is capable of good things. I mean, I think, you know, it's been an underachieving, you know, program for the last, you know, since uh, Kino left. So um, it, it, the, the outcome wouldn't surprise me, but I just don't know that Iowa can handle a loss like that, bounce back and be mm. mentally tougher to, to handle a, a Big Ten schedule. I totally I see where you're coming from, Doc. No doubt about it. Scott Darkman landed 10. Him and Bobby just cover Iowa. And I want to uh, get to one of Bobby's pieces. Final basketball question. His, uh, his five uh, ideas, or five ways, rather, for the Hawks to fix their season. Number five jumped off the uh, the page at me because I don't think um, that, we're, but that we're alone a feeling that it, it's time for McCaffrey to to set his rotation. He's just playing too many guys. I guess it's a good problem to have, but there comes a time, Doc, where you know isn't it almost time that you got to get down to your best eight or nine guys? You're going to hurt some feelings, absolutely. We know that's part of it, but isn't it time to do that? Yes and no. Uh, yes, I do believe you want to do that. <laughs> you know, and I don't think it's helpful to get guys there, but. The problem is that they've got, a, and they've had this problem for years. They've got a lot of good guys, 
but one night one guy is good, and then the next night he's not. It's very inconsistent when you get later in the bench. I remember years where you know you had Ola Shaney and, and Woodbury, and you had you're going down to you know ten and eleven down on your bench on a regular basis, and you know, and then and then they leave out somebody like Anthony Clements or or whatever. But this team is is still young. There's so many people in the front court, and there's such a void in the back court that it's it's such a weird shaped team. The way it was recruited, the way it's been constructed. And I don't know that you can do that. I mean, because then if you leave off Ryan Creener, well, you know, he's a tough, hard-nosed guy who's really getting better. Uh, Luca Garza, you know, is one of their top recruits, um, and he's going to make some mistakes, but you need him to make those mistakes and get better in the center. You know, and, and you're not going to leave off, you know, Cordell Penzel's got a good floor game. There's so many good pieces, you know, so I think he's got a real problem with that. Uh, but I w- what I would really like to see is somebody in the backcourt step up, you know, whether that's, it could be Connor McCaffrey, it could be Macy Daly, it could be Brady Ellingson, to really give some relief to Jordan Bohannon. And you do need uh, Isaiah Moss to become a lot more consistent and be the player that he truly should be. Doc, over to a little football before we roll. I talked about this earlier with Ken. Josie Jewell will go down as an all-timer, all-American, three-time captain, something that's never happened before under Kirk Ferentz. But is he a Iowa Hall of Famer? Not college football Hall of Fame but the Iowa Hall of Fame. And, and I know you probably know the parameters a lot better than we do. Does Josie Jewell fit the criteria? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, yeah, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame at Iowa, and you know, without question. I think the interesting question that I'm actually putting up tomorrow afternoon is, is he on the Iowa Mount Rushmore for players? And I don't know, always like to do this, you know, because of recency bias and, mm-hmm. you know, either he's really great or, or not. You know, and I think, it works the other way in a lot of cases for Iowa fans where maybe, uh, you know, Chad Greenway was absolutely terrific, but sometimes he looks like he's a lot better, you know, 10 years later than he was even when he was playing. Uh, but, I mean, I think you can make a case for Jewel for that. I mean, to me, after, once you get past Kinnick and Chuck Long, then you can make, you have great cases for 15 other players, you know. So, and I think Jewel's in there. I think he's in that discussion. I think he's the best linebacker of the Ferentz era most decorated for sure. Mm-hmm. And out, outside of Larry Station, I mean, he's really the most decorated linebacker in school history. Um, you know, I know, I mean, and I think a lot of what people base some of this on, you know, especially with Chad, who w- was amazing and terrific and one of the best people I know. But, you know, I mean, the team won a lot more. And that really was not Josie Jewell's fault this year, or in 2014 for that matter. It was other people's fault. So, uh, you know, I, I think he's in that discussion Alex Karras, Dallas Clark, you know, Sean Green, Bob Sanders, whatever. You know, you could throw out a ton of names, but uh, I think you can make the case that he belongs in that discussion. Mm. Kenny Plain. Going way back. No, that was my Canadian boy. There's your Winnipeg guy. That was my first uh, sports crush, if you will, as as a young kid. Uh, What what about, what are you hearing about Jewel at the next level, if anything, Doc? Have you started to, you know, trying to uh, figure out where these guys are going, or where and if, and Jewel will be, but what are you hearing about uh, NFL draft for him? Anything at this point? Yeah, I mean, what I've seen just based on the, I, I talked to one scout about him who I really respect, and he said, you know, if the health comes out fine, you know, probably a third rounder. I've seen him, you know, listed in that, you know, kind of third round range by most, uh, you know, by, by some of the early evaluations. And I'd say athletically, that's probably about right for that level. Uh, what'll happen is, you know, once he goes to the combine, people will question, you know, okay, he's not quite big enough. We want him to be 245 to play that position. Well, he's not quite fast enough. 
needs to run a four four or whatever and and on and on and on and then somebody you know and it needs to be somebody in the midwest in my opinion either chicago detroit or indianapolis needs to look at him and say you know what i gotta draft this guy around too early because he has every intangible we'd ever want plus he plays hard and can do everything we ask him to do on the field so i you know you look at desmond king and how he got picked over and picked on and now two weeks in a row he's he's up for the pepsi rookie of the week and 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 i think jewel's in that same boat where they'll say yeah, he's 6'4", he's 238, he's not heavy enough to play inside, he's not quite quick enough, he's not quite fast enough. Hey, you put him on his team, on your team, as an inside linebacker, he brings instant accountability and toughness. And that's a trait that, you know, resounds across the NFL. So if I'm the Chicago Bears, I draft him in the second round, not the third, because you need that type of player on your team. Scott football Dockerman. players. Yeah, foot, football players, exactly. Scott Dockerman, land at 10. Him and Bobby Lejess have the Hawks covered. Doc, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, as always, Scott. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, you do the same. Scott Dockerman chiming in on Iowa. So I was uh, looking a little deeper and see if I could find, you know, what the Hall of Fame for Iowa's Football Hall of Fame kind of takes. And I was just running through across their Wikipedia page. Didn't find it initially, but I did see this in 89, 1989. It was their 100th year of football. So they came up with their all-time team. How many of those names would be kicked out for from 90 to present Mm. out of that list? I was going through. I feel like I know, have a pretty good grasp of Hawkeye history. Now, of course, it's pretty much from that era on, from 89 on. But there are a lot of names that would jump in there. Yeah. You know, offensive line, Eric Steinbach, mm-hmm. Gallery, mm-hmm. I mean, even Bruce Nelson, though his NFL career didn't turn out very well because of injuries. Blaga. I mean, the offensive line, who would you keep in there? Calvin Jones, you about have to. Duke Slater, he was an All-American. I, I mean, it's just, but it's crazy. It's 30 years later, but how different that team would look today. Yeah, that, that Mount Rushmore is tough. Man. Oh, it, it's nearly impossible. It, it is because, as, as Doc pointed out, I mean, two of the spots are taken. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you only get four and two are, two yep. are accounted for right off the bat, right? You're name, not, name on the one stadium. One has got the stadium named after him. One is the most, I mean, Chuck Long, right? Chuck Long. Yes. Boy, he's selling a lot of books by the looks of things. Yes. Every time I, he's got these events, there's a line. There is. Now, I'm just seeing it via Twitter, so I'm, I'm guessing those people are all legit there. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Andres over at The Rookie who's uh, doing a little campaign with us here, had a book site a couple weeks ago. and Very successful? Very successful. And uh, he got a lot of items signed. So if you're looking, can't make it to one of the signings, Anders over the rookie and Clive can hook you up. Good stuff. All right, speaking of, uh, what have you hook us up with the guest list today? Rob Howe from Hawkeye Nation will stop by today. We got Sean Tomlinson talking NFL in the first hour, Zuba Mahente in hour number two, and some Cyclone talk with Cody Peck from BC Divide. All right, tomorrow you and I have Zubin. We have Gary Rima on you and I, Iowa State. Uh, David Kaplan will be here, Stephen M. Sippel, and Mitch Holtis, jam-packed tomorrow. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Noon to 2, every Monday through Friday. Trent Connor and myself talking local sports with you. Appreciate you listening. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football. 1700 KBGG. Hi, I'm Marcus McIntosh. You've seen me on the news for years, and now you can listen to my podcast, The Marcus McIntosh Show on Podbean.com. I've interviewed some really impressive Iowans. Musicians, radio personalities, and business owners have all given their perspective on our great state. Would you like to be next? Email mmpodcastia at gmail.com today to schedule your interview. 
We are a proud member of the Urbandale Chamber of Commerce, the only five-star accredited chamber in Central Iowa. Central Iowa Vapors is a family-owned business founded by a mother and a father with two kids all born and raised right here in Iowa. The owners of Central Iowa Vapors said e-cigs worked for them and it was time to share it with everyone. Central Iowa Vapors has helped 79,142 smokers make the switch today. Can you be the 100,000 customer we help? Visit us online at iowaecigs.com for location details. And always remember, it's not smoke, it's vapor. It's the 12 Deals of Christmas. Log on to 1700kbgg.com. Click on the 12 Deals of Christmas banner and purchase the deals you want with half-off gift certificates at Cute Smokehouse, the winners of TLC's Barbecue Pitmasters Season 2. Cute Smokehouse always has daily specials and made-from-scratch sides and excellent barbecue, too. Find them at 245 East Hickman in Waukee across from Dairy Queen online at KUEDsmokehouse.com. The Home Plate Diner, serving the best comfort food around. We offer homemade specials daily and breakfast is served all day. Tuesday. Tuesdays, kids eat free, and Thursdays is free pie day. Two locations to serve you across from the fairgrounds on 30th Street and on Northeast 14th Street, a block north of Euclid. Shorty's Barbecue is full Texas flavor, Iowa nice. Savor their southern-style, all-wood smoke, authentic barbecue. No gas, no reheating, just mouth-smacking, 100% full-bodied smoke flavor. Shorty's Barbecue, now open behind McDonald's on Northwest 86th Street in Johnson. Online at shoresbbq.com. It's the 12 deals of Christmas at 1700kbgg.com. Jolly Days just got even jollier because this Friday through Sunday only, just $5 gets you started leasing to own top brands in furniture, electronics, and appliances. Yes, just $5. And in true air and spirit, there's no credit needed and delivery and setup are free. Make your holiday a jolly one. Get started with just $5 at participating Aaron stores this Friday and Saturday or at errands.com this Friday through Sunday. Just $5 gets you started during Aaron's Jolly Days. Transaction advertises a rental purchase agreement, some restrictions apply, so see store for details. Do you need Duracell batteries this coming holiday season? Maybe not. Maybe you could trust your kids will be just as happy without them. Maybe you could trust they won't remember you as the parents who spent this Christmas morning driving to a mini mall to get the batteries you forgot while wearing a robe. Or you could just trust Duracell and buy them right now. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother.